This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. It is another beautiful Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. Welcome, welcome, welcome to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for making uh, Chai FM on Friday afternoon. And in fact, every afternoon part of your part of your life it, it it inspires us it gives us the chizuk to carry on to want to give to want to transmit to want to uh, somehow use this medium as as being able to uh, impart Torah Hashem to give over some of the knowledge of, of Hashem's Torah to 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 as many people as we possibly can, both here in Johannesburg and elsewhere in this wonderful country, and I believe I'm told even occasionally uh, inter internationally, uh, hopefully but only by those places where the uh, time is the same as ours or behind, uh, not in any, any other places, because that would be slightly problematic. Um, but it's as always a, a pleasure to to be here. It's a little bit hot and, and muggy outside, but we're preparing for a beautiful and, and amazing Shabbos, uh, and although it doesn't have the name, which is always something I've worried about, this is really Shabbos Matan This is the, the week in which we read about, we actually describe, and, and uh, the Aseras Hadibras, the ten, the ten statements that uh, the Rebbein Shalom himself uh, spoke to 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 the Bnei Yisrael in that in that unbelievable moment of 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 a uh, hiskalus of of revealing of of a God kind of manifesting Himself in our in our presence in in a, in a way that never happened before and never would would happen uh, would happen uh, uh, again. Um, I wanted to share with you just two two kind of small ideas. On, on this week's Pasha before we get back into our Hilchas Shabbos into our, into our realm of discussing uh, things that are forbidden if uh, done on Shabbos today we're going to be discussing a little bit about what happens uh, on, on Matzai Shabbat with, with work that was uh, that was uh, that was done um, the in the first part of the Pasha we, we learn about uh, Yisrael and Yisrael comes and to join the Jewish nation. He brings Moshe's wife and and Moshe's two two sons. And then uh, after they've uh, they become reacquainted and kind of caught up, uh, Yisrael witnesses the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is sitting down to judge judge the people. And the method, the way that Moshe Rabbeinu is doing it, doesn't doesn't uh, find favor. In Yisrael's eyes, and therefore Yisrael starts begins to give advice to to Moshe Rabbeinu about uh, setting up a, a, a more sort of streamlined, a, a better way of judging of judging the Jewish nation. The Jewish nation had just gotten the Torah, and obviously there were questions that were going to come up, things that they needed clarification on, things they needed to understand, and perhaps even even uh, slight disputes that would come and. Uh, they needed to be a, a more effective method when n- not the entire thing, not all the pressure, not all the, uh, 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 you know, the intense labor of sitting hour upon hour, day upon day, uh, listening to the, to the different cases would be incumbent to on, on, on Moshe Rabbeinu. And, and Yisra says to Moshe that the, the, the purpose of these judges is 
that Vizartasim uh, that they should warn, they should instruct, they should implore the people about etachukim mesatiros about the various statutes and and the laws and vohidatalem and they should inform them esaderech yelchuba right the 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 path that they should uh, that they should follow that was uh, uh, Yisro's instruction was that uh, these judges should teach the Jewish nation the proper way they should uh, they should go there's a Gemara that's actually brought in in two in two places in uh, Bob Metzia in the parak of uh, El Metzias on on uh, Daf Lamed and then he also in 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 Babukama for the I think about the Daf Daf uh, hundred uh, it says the Gemara, the Gemara expounds on the pasuk when it says Haderech Yelchuba the the road on which they should uh, they should follow that's referring to interpersonal relationships things that apply between one man and his friend Ben Adam Lachaveroi. So therefore, what in fact Yisrael is actually saying to Moshe Rabbeinu is to teach Klal the Torah, teach them the laws and the the chukim, right? The statutes, those we do understand, those we don't understand, and then also teach them about how to interact one with the other. Teach them about uh, about Ben Adam Ben Adam Lachaveira. This is quite uh, quite interesting because uh, if we're teaching us the Torah, so where does it suddenly come in that we should start teaching us about how to how to behave towards each other? We're, we're teaching here, we're, we're paskening halachas, we're, we're, we're teaching Kaiser what to do, what the Torah says. Since when is Ben Al We understand that as being as being midot, as being proper ways to behave. But how does that fit into into uh, Jewish law into the statutes that a judge has to has to uh, has to deal with. It's interesting that uh, uh, just before that, uh, in Pasuk Tezayin, it says there that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu explains to Yisrael that Kiyelahem Dova, when two Jews have any kind of matter, any kind of spat, any kind of uh, any kind of uh, of dispute, so boylai. They come to me v'shafatati, and I judge between one man and and another. And as Moshe Rabbeinu is is saying to them, I, I judge, I judge them, and then at the same time, the pasuk carries on, I teach them again So Moshe Rabbeinu, in fact, mentions here two things. Number one. I teach him the laws, the mitzvahs of Hashem, and then I, te- I say Torosav. When Yisro responds and makes his suggestion, so he t- he says to them, no, you should warn them. Uh, warn them the two things that Moshe Rabbeinu mentioned, and then besides Yisro adds on also, and he adds that don't just teach him about the chukim. Don't just teach him about the terrorists, which is what Moshe Rabbeinu said. This is what I do when people come. I, I teach them about uh, the, the chukim 
and uh, and and the Torahs, uh, Yisrael is adding on that besides that, besides all the all the uh, all the mitzvahs you have to teach them, you also have to teach them about Ben Aram Machaber. Why is why is that so? Because Moshe Rabbeinu understood that Klal Yisrael have innate levels of tremendous empathy, of tremendous compassion. All Jews are Rachmanim. All Jews are, are compassionate. All Jews are Baishanim. All Jews have an innate sense of, of shame and, and bashfulness. And we all have in our very nature to be kind and to do kindness for other people. Right? So, so by its very by its very nature, by the nature of of its own of its own people, our people are a nation, are an entity that do that do chesed, right? So Moshe Benu says, when they come to me, right, and I have to teach them halachas, I have to teach them the Torahs, right? That's that's my job, right? Needless they have chesed is really built in. I don't have to teach them about that. Now, Yisrael says, you're wrong. You can't just do that. Right? When they come to you, you have to teach them not only the Chukim, not only the Torahs, but also uh, but you have to teach them also about Ben Arum about about uh, being, being a mensch, about caring about other people. Why is it? Why? Why? Why was it that Yisrael was so adamant that that had to be part of the judges, of the judges, uh, of the judges' role? So, uh, the answer seems to be is that in fact, when we when we talk about the whole concept of Ben Adam Lachavera of of, uh, of the dealings between one man and another, the mitzvah, the famous mitzvah in in Parshat Kedoshim, that really f- that really forms the the basis. Of the whole concept of of Ben Elmachaber, the famous pasuk of Yahavta Lareacha Kamoch, you must love your neighbor uh, uh, and you, like yourself. So, so that really is is something that uh, that in fact that idea of Yahavta Lareacha Kamoch of loving of caring for another Jew that is something that comes quite natural to to a year to a Jew, right? A year has this built in, he's programmed with this mira of 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 Bashanut, of being of being shy, of being of being a goimel, of being a goimel chesed. But there's something still wrong. It's not it's not yet complete. Because if you are doing it just because oh, it's the right thing to love love your neighbor and, and it's it's just it's just makes good sense and it's you know it's a way to get along and you're going to sit next to this guy in shul for the next 20 years you may as well be 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 friendly to him it just it just uh, it just you know seems so logical and it's part of what but the problem happens okay what happens if that next door neighbor is an obnoxious person what happens if he's an ungrateful you know naive who who doesn't know anything about the midah of hakarata tov, of, of showing gratitude, of 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 saying of saying uh, thank you. What happens if he's just not a nice person? Unfortunately, there are people people like that. 
So then, you don't want to do chesed to such a to such a to such a person. Comes Yisrael and teaches Moshe Beinu Chiddush. You have to teach the Jews esaderech yelchuba that yeah. There's a mitzvah of halachta bedrachem. There's a mitzvah of we have to follow the the the, the footsteps. We have to follow the behavior of. Of the Rebbeinu of Hakadosh Baruch Himself, Yisro is telling him, "You have to teach the Jewish nation that Ben Adam LaChaveira has a second, has a second aspect, an aspect that says Yisro that actually comes not from your nature, but that comes from from Harsinai. Ben Adam LaChaveira has two dinim, has two ways of looking at it. Of course." It's due. To, it's it's a good idea to do chesed to someone because you feel for him, you empathize with him, you 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 have a you have respect for him, right? And 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 a yid should feel that uh, that way towards his neighbor, to all those all those he uh, he he gets along with. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> heard today they're what they're five point six or something uh, billion people in the world, and the guy says, you know. I get along with all of them, except you know, my wife and, and, and my parents and my kids and my mother-in-law. But everyone else, I, I get along. So obviously, it must be you know, their problem. They must be they must be crazy because otherwise, you know, I get along with everybody else. But obviously, these are the these are the people that you're nearest and dearest, the ones you you uh, you need to you need to get get along. Right? I get of course has to feel for another Jew. But here's here's the catch. Even if you don't feel for your person, even if you don't have any emotional connection, you actually perhaps don't even like the person, right? Even if you feel that this person has, I don't know, offended you mortally. So besides the normal mitzvah of chesed, there's another mitzvah. There's a mitzvah of Allah to of 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 following in the ways of Hashem. And that's Vahidat This is the, the Chiddush that Yisro is, is teaching. Even then, there's a mitzvah to do Ben Adam because it is good for you. It's not negotiable. You like the person, you don't like, you don't like the person. That's not the issue. The Torah requires us to do chesed to every single Jew. You have to emulate the, the, the ways of, of, of the Rabbanishlam. And, and you know that's that really comes through very strongly if one if one reads the uh, the the first chapter of the book of uh, of Toma Demara of of Toma Devara, it comes through repeatedly. He stresses that even though people don't listen to the Rabbani Shlom, even though we constantly sinning, we're constantly doing the wrong thing again and again and again and again. We we we're, we're kind of so to speak almost slapping the Rabbani Shlom in the face. Right, even though people people think and 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 uh, and, uh, and and misbehave in so many ways uh, against the Rebbeinu so he still continues to do good things to us, right? He doesn't. You, know, you use your mouth for for forbidden speech. Hashem doesn't doesn't you know, make us mute. He still supplies us with the power of speech. You use your you use your resources 
to do things that one shouldn't be be doing. Hashem doesn't take away necessarily your 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 resources. God forbid you pick up your fist to uh, hit someone. Uh, God's not going to paralyze you in the way. Hashem still continues to pour down to us His shefa, His uh, outpouring of great blessing, of great care, of great concern. Even if at the very moment that He's giving to us, we are using that gift uh, 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 against Him. That this is. And a very important lesson in 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 Ben Adam Ben Adam we have to do Chesed not only because we feel that that's the right thing to do, but because we want to emulate, we want to emulate uh, uh, Hashem, right? Uh, you know, often you kind of hear people people say, uh, "This person, eh, yeah, I do understand that there's a uh, there's a mitzvah uh, of Chesed of kindness, but." Does it really apply to this person? And I understand that you can't speak uh, Lashnara about other people. But him, oh, him is a mitzvah to speak Lashnara. He's a knave, he's a, he's a bad uh, bill of goods. For him, it's a, it's a, it's a mitzvah to, to speak, right? Uh, uh, to speak about this, uh, about this, uh, this person. Uh, and and the question, you know, the, that's the question. Do, do these mitzvahs apply to someone you really don't like? And the answer, unequivocally, is is yes. The Rabban Shalom is a mative. He's someone who does good for us, who does good for every single person, uh, 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 irrespective of what uh, of what uh, of what we are of what we we are doing. And therefore, we have to reciprocate. And in emulating Hashem, say, well, we're going to do good to other people, irrespective of how they are acting, of how, of acting there towards uh, towards towards uh, towards us. In fact, if you if you look uh, if you look carefully uh, at, uh, at at Moshe Rabbeinu himself, when he when he's actually telling uh, uh, Yisrael about what he does. And when Yisrael, in fact, responds uh, a fork sukkum later, you see that Yisrael added some words, es haderech yelchubah, which the Gemara says is this new aspect, the second aspect of Avelam Lam Chaveroi, which is such an important idea that's, that, uh, that you know, if, if Yisrael came and, and joined the Jewish nation just to give over and to impart to us that concept, that idea, and and somehow uh, uh, drum that into the into the Jewish into the Jewish nation, it's it's uh, it was worth it was worth him coming. It's something that uh, that is a uh, incredibly incredibly uh, a, a strong thing for us to uh, to 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 uh, work on. I just want to perhaps uh, end this segment with one one kind of very short uh, idea. Um, you know, we uh, every Shabbos we we daven the Musuf Amida, and we say there, "As misinai nitzdavu alecha." We say that uh, at Har Sinai, Hashem gave us the mitzvah of of, of Shabbos. As misinai nitzdavu alecha. Now, it's it's very strange. You know, we, we talk about there's so many we so many mitzvahs and and the one we pick out oh this is the one Hashem commanded from Sinai is is Shabbos and the reality was it's not even true 
Shabbos was not commanded to us for the first time at Hasinai. Shabbos was was commanded uh, uh, a few weeks before that when the Jews were at were at uh, Mara. There it says that Shem, some like Mishpar Hashem gave us already some of the uh, some of the laws already at that point at 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 Mara, which was uh, and Shabbos, which was uh, which was one of the one of those mitzvahs. So it wasn't actually given originally at Hasinai at all. So it's, it it seems it seems strange that we should specifically pick on and say that Azmi Sinai and Stavola this was commanded us at uh, at. Uh, at our Sinai, uh, and uh, without when, when it's in fact is not is not the the, the reality. So uh, perhaps uh, so an answer that uh, perhaps the one needs to look for the answer. You know, there 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 are two two different nuschois uh, of the of the dominant. So uh, those who dominus Ashnaz say and and uh, and he kind of kind of leaves one to try to figure out himself in order to be able to answer this uh, this this question. However, those who dive in Nusach Svard, there's no question. There's no question at all because in Nusach Svard we say that uh, we we say that uh, that at uh, at Hasinai, so we were given how do you say we were given like an understanding we were given an insight of not only that there is Shabbos but of how to go about Shabbos what do we do what do we do on on, on Shabbos in other words. Uh, yes, it's true. We got Shabbos. We 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 received the the basic outline, the basic mandate of Shabbos at uh, at uh, at uh, at Mara. But uh, uh, we, it's not enough just to just let to just to absorb the 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 kedusha of uh, of, uh, of 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 kedusha of of Shabbos. But we need to actually. The, the, the details, the commandments of how we're supposed to how we're supposed to behave, how we act on Shabbos, like what we've been talking about for for so many years, you know, being being inspired and kind of uplifted by the Shabbos is not enough for for the Shabbos. You need to learn about you know, the Zachars and the Shomars, the the Lamates, Malachas, what you can do and what you can't do on uh, on uh, on Shabbos, so that's why we actually mention it that uh, that that way. Perhaps uh, maybe that's why also on on Friday night in in the Kiddush we say we say two we say two things we say the Shabbos Kodshoi the Avov that His holy Shabbos Hashem has bequeathed to us. And then a minute later we say, We talk again that Hashem gave us, gave us the Shabbos with, with, with great love. We took, right? We talk about Hashem giving us the Shabbos twice. And in fact, that's the reality. Hashem did give us the Shabbos twice. We have on the one hand the, the inspiring Shabbos with the Zemiris and, 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 and the Divrei Torah which, which leaves us with this feeling of Kedusha that uplifts us and keeps us going for the entire week. And then we have the hard work 
of, of Shabbos, the idea of knowing what you can do, what you can't do, how, how you do boira, all the things we've been trying to go through over the past, about them, all the kind of knowing what we can do and what we can't, we can't do. And the Zohar and the Shoma, these two, these two facets of, of, uh, of, uh, of the Shabbos. So next time, uh, tomorrow, Metzram on Yudamin, uh, and then, then we'll perhaps understand a little bit better of what we say when we say, We're going to come back with our segment of Hilchel Shabbos in just a moment. This is 101.9 High FM Soul to Soul on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchel Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 High FM, we are back on your radio here in, in Johannesburg. It's, I say, it's such a pleasure to have you. We are, as I say, uh, looking forward to Shabbos Kodesh Pashas Yisrael. The important details for this Shabbos, uh, candle lighting tonight. The latest possible time for lighting Shabbos candles is at 6.41. We're slowly getting, uh, getting earlier. And again, if your shul accepts Shabbos Earlier, then you are bound by what they're doing, by this, perhaps by the standard uh, Johannesburg summer candlelighting time, which is at quarter past quarter past uh, six. Uh, so the deadline is six forty-one. Uh, Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at seven thirty-two. Uh, Thirty-two minutes past uh, seven already. It's coming off its its uh, sort of latest its apex and, 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 and working towards doesn't again doesn't really sort of seem to us that uh, winter is coming but it definitely definitely is uh, one certainly sees it in the morning it's already uh, getting brighter and lighter later than it did uh, just about a a month a month ago we are still dealing with the the sugya of uh, work that was done illegally for a Jew on Shabbos and whether or not one can one can have benefit from from that uh, from that light from that work and now the question comes well okay so we learned that on, on Shabbos basically if a uh, if someone went and did uh, full-fledged work for you on on Shabbos, then certainly you're not allowed to have benefit from it on Shabbos, except for in certain exceptional circumstances, which we have, which we have discussed. But what about, let's say, the work was done on 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 Shabbat? Can I enjoy and benefit and and utilize that that work on on Motzei Shabbat? Once once Shabbat is uh, is over, can I? Can I use that? Uh, that so we've also actually mentioned that uh, if someone did some activity, some forbidden Shabbos activity on Shabbos, but they did it inadvertently, so then uh, since it's inadvertent, even the person himself, the person who actually did that activity, and certainly uh, every other Jew would be allowed to have benefit from that work straight away on on Matzah Shabbos as soon as as soon as Shabbos is over uh, you can have you can have uh, you can have benefit if it wasn't done inadvertently if for whatever reason a a Jew went and did something intentionally on on purpose some kind of forbidden activity on uh, on Shabbos so then the person who 
actually did the activity of the Jew, God forbid, who who broke Shabbos wantonly and did some kind of an an active an active malacha on on Shabbat. So the halacha says that that person, the person who actually violated the Shabbos, can never. Not only not on Shabbos, but even after Shabbat, he can never have benefit from from that uh, that that activity. That's as far as the actual perpetrator himself. But for other Jews, not the actual uh, uh, person himself, but for other people, you would be allowed to have benefit from from that uh, activity uh, on Motzei Shabbat uh, when when Shabbos when Shabbos is. Uh, when Shabbos is over, so let's say, for example, let's say one went and uh, and cooked up something on on Shabbos. Again, it was done on purpose. He wanted some fresh shot food, and he went and uh, and cooked something on uh, on Shabbos itself. So that person who actually did the cooking can never ever eat and enjoy that food. But everyone else, including those that he cooked for, because let's say he wasn't making it for himself, he, he made some nice hot food for everyone in his in his immediate circle. So uh, the 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 prohibition of the Shabbat does not extend to anybody else. It only includes himself and all the others, even those that he cooked for, would be allowed to eat that food on. Uh, on on Matzah Shabbos, and that again is is brought down explicitly by the uh, by, by the by the Mishnah Bru. Similarly, let's say you have a Jew who's a contractor, and and God forbid went and did some some building on uh, on on Shabbos. So again, when Shabbos is over, other people. Again, even the people who he's working for would be allowed to have benefit from the building he did on on Shabbat after after Shabbat. But again, as far as him himself, as far as a Jew who went and did the forbidden activity on on Shabbos, so he would never be able to benefit if he's working on a house. He'd never be able to benefit from that structure uh, for for forever. However, that that's only he himself cannot benefit, i.e. cannot use it. But if he wanted to, he could actually sell. Let's say he's a, he's a, he's a contractor, he's a builder, and now he wants to sell that uh, that house to somebody else, or to a buyer, to a potential uh, a customer. That would be allowed for him to, to do. It's not considered he's having direct benefit. He would be allowed to sell it and and. Uh, and use the the money for whatever, whatever, whatever he wants. Um, let's say, for example, someone else uh, went and did laundry, right? Put stuff in the machine. Actually, uh, actually washed it on uh, on uh, on Shabbos. So again, same thing. Uh, him himself, the person who actually washed the 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 clothing, it would be forbidden for him to wear. Those clothing after after Shabbos, because again he is not allowed to have benefit from any of the work that he did on uh, on Shabbos, and he did it on purpose, and therefore it's actually it's actually forbidden. It's actually forbidden for forever. He can't. Uh, he himself can never can never ever use it. 
So what's he going to do? <laughs> if you, God forbid, if a person washes clothes, does that mean he has to basically uh, uh, throw them away or give them to the Salvation Army? So the only way sort of out of it would be that if he washes them again on uh, on weekday, so then once he's washed them on, on weekday, so that's uh, brought down that then he would be allowed to to use them afterwards, kind of it's a, it's erased the uh, the effect of uh, of what he did wrong, and uh, he can he can then uh, then use it. We're going to come back with a closing segment in in a moment, but uh, we need to go to the shops. This is one one point nine Chai FM. Soul to soul, please don't run away. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. One one point nine Chai FM. We are back for our closing segment of the day before we run off and uh, get ourselves busy with our last minute preparations and uh, please God hand you over to the uh, first the three o'clock news all the wonderful and eventful things that are happening in and around town and of course in in the land of uh, Israel and then the chief rabbi with his uh, uh, incredible idea that he always brings for Shabbat and then great music to take you all the way Till till candlelighting, candlelighting time. Um, let's say one has a a Jew who, let's say himself is is not Shabbos observant. He's uh, and and therefore he's used to he's used to doing all kinds of melacha uh, on on Shabbat. He you know he, uh, he he treats his Shabbos like a regular a regular day and. He does things on Shabbos not only for for himself, but also on behalf of other of other uh, of all the people. So in that situation, since he is a, a habitual uh, a Shabbos breaker, so then in that situation, even on uh, Motzei Shabbat, it's it's uh, forbidden for all those for whom he actually did the the work on on Shabbos they are not allowed to have any benefit from the work that he did why what's the difference why are we why are we so strict here and in other cases we said that after Shabbos you could you could uh, uh, benefit so the, diff- the difference is that only in a situation where the work was done you know as a once off where someone went even if he did it on purpose even if he did it on purpose, but still, it wasn't something that's a regular part of his life. It wasn't something that he does all the time. He just got overcome by his yetsarah uh, and, and did something, did something wrong. So then, in that situation, we allow not himself because he can never, but we allow others to have benefits <coughs> from from what he did after after Shabbos, because. There again, the, the 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 logic there is that since it was a once-off, we don't worry that these other people are going to ask. Let's say next Shabbos, oh, you made uh, you made such wonderful uh, fried eggs uh, for Shabbos Shudas. You know, they're not going to ask him to do it again for them for them next week to break Shabbos for them, uh, so that they can have uh, so that they can have benefit from from his. Uh, from his work, because uh, it's just that they know that okay, so once off he did it, but uh, they're not gonna, it's not going to inspire them to want to ask him to do it all the time. But when a person is a habitual 
Shabbos observer. So then, you know, we know that every Shabbos lunchtime, he goes and makes a nice hot, high eggs, and he's he's used to doing that. So then, even for the other people, it remains forbidden for them to have benefit from his work for for forever. Just for example, let's say uh, uh, someone uh, always every Shabbos goes and and bakes nice fresh bread on on Shabbos so that he could uh, sell it on on Motzei Shabbat or something. So even if obviously even if if the bread is made from from totally kosher and totally acceptable uh, a kind of kind of material no no jew is allowed to eat from that the bread that was uh, that was baked on 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 shabbos because if you're going to eat that bread after shabbos so then it's it's almost like we are then encouraging uh, oh you like my bread so much next week i'll make it I'll make it again. So it's, it's almost as if we're encouraging him to carry on breaking, breaking Shabbos. And, uh, and then since we are the ones who are, who are inspiring him to do it. So then it's almost as if we are, uh, partners in the, in the Avera. We are, we are partners in what's being done wrong. And that obviously is not, uh, is not, uh, not on at, at all. Uh, let's say similarly a, uh, you have a restaurant where there's a Jewish chef or something like that who is uh, who is cooking on on Shabbos uh, whatever food is necessary he's uh, cooking orders and 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 uh, for the, for the uh, for the people that the customers in the in the uh, in the uh, in the in the restaurant so that uh, perhaps or even those who are going to come in on Moitzah Shabbos he's cooking on Shabbos so then no Jew is allowed to eat that food even on uh, on Maitzah Shabbos uh, because because uh, yeah, he was doing it on, on Shabbos for you and clearly you going to eat it is going to is going to encourage him to uh, to uh, want want to do that again and uh, continue continue making his uh, his Parnassah from from that uh, we are at the end of our tether at the end of our our time uh, together, it's just before th- uh, three o'clock, and therefore I'm just going to take the opportunity of of wishing each and every one of you a, a fantastic, fantastic uh, Shabbos. The time is it. This is the week of of of, of Matan Torah. You know, we all like going to shul on on Shavuot to hear the reading of the Torah. But if it's being read every single weekend, we're hearing the Kesaris Why not make an effort to get there just a little bit earlier? Be there for the for the Kriyat Torah. Be there for for the Musaf. Be part of things. Make yourself make yourself an active member of of your community. Go hear a good cheer. Go be inspired. Yeah, because that is certainly a major, even based on what we were saying before, it's a major part of of the of the Shabbat. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to into Chai FM, and I wish every single one of you a very very special and warm Shabbat Shalom.